Hello and welcome. You are listening to the least downloaded NBA podcast hosted by Austin Fote and Garrett Odell. Hope you enjoy. Do the things you need to do to continue listening to us. Godspeed and fare be well. Today we're going to cover um, the East and West teams that are currently slated for the playoffs. And we're going to talk about what our concerns are for each team. Um, and then going to just ask a simple question for um, the other person to kind of answer. So we're going to start with the Western Conference and the current eight seed, which is the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Memphis Grizzlies. Having a problem with them feels wrong. They are intensely playing with house money. <laughs> Everything about this team is fun and ahead of schedule. And every time John Morant tries to dunk on a seven footer, I get halfway there. Um, <laughs> Got to lower your pant size a little bit. Just a little bit. We get almost entered the zipper zone. Yo, yeah. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Joe House. So I don't have like a real problem with this team. I think healthy Justice Winslow after the. Andre Iguodala trade. If he's healthy, that makes them a pretty scary eight yeah. seed. I don't. They can't beat the one seed. I don't think, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them push that team. For me, the concern looking at this team: they're 18th in offensive rating, they're 16th in defensive rating. The metrics just say they're an average basketball team. They're super fun to watch, but there, there's nothing about them that screams like highly competitive playoff basketball team. Yeah, they they, they embody, they're, they're one of the grittiest and grindiest Grizzlies team we've Shout seen in a long Memphis, time. They, for me, my biggest concern with them in a playoff series, theoretically, is they don't really know who they're guys are going through their roster they don't have a guy playing more than 30 minutes a game right now so like john morant is their guy like that's the the franchise moving forward obviously jaron jackson to a lesser degree same deal but they don't know they're gonna get into a playoff series and figure out like okay who's who can we count on uh, and they don't, yeah. they don't know the answer to that question yet and so that's my concern with that team but ultimately they're just enjoy it. They're, yeah, it's it's fun. My my question kind of okay. um, complements that a little bit. It, it, it's more of a future related question. Do we actually think that this team can be a serious contender in the next five years, as currently constructed? Yeah. Um. In other words, do we think Ja is one of those dudes, a top eight to ten player in the league, in in, in, in five years? I think probably I would like to see more from him shooting the basketball, but holy shit, man! Like <laughs> fucking Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Clark can play, man. He's good. Thank you, Sam Presti, for trading him. God damn it, Sam! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> we're just we're from we're recording this in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're by association Thunder fans, and it hurts our feelings every time they make a trade that doesn't make very much sense. <laughs> Shout out to James Harden and Jeremy Lamb and all that shit. But uh, I think the answer is contender, I feel like I'm like 75% in. 
like legit playoff team that you don't want to fuck with, I'm like oh, 99.3% in. They, they, they are proving, or, or better said, Ja is proving this working theory I have of if you are a special player, you know, we have really good players in this league, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Shout out to the empty stats, bad team guy. <laughs> and then we have special players that year in, year out, you can count on these guys making your team a serious contender. My base level of if that if a guy is in that category is does he drag his team to the playoffs every year? And Ja, I mean, like under circumstances where I think everyone looked at this team going into the season saying did we both? Did we both take the under at twenty? Yeah. and a half. Hell yeah! I took the under. I smashed it. I did not think that this team was going to win twenty games this year. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams. Dog shit. Yeah, I thought and they were going to be terrible. Good. They're good. And they're good. They're and, good. And so for me, that speaks volumes to Jaw. All right. Next up, we've got uh, we've got the Mavs. Oh my god, I'm so excited kind, kind of our, our our pet child. Yeah. yeah. We, we yes, I'm very excited to talk about uh, the Mavs. Okay. So, problems with the maps. Uh, they're playing with house money, but with a superstar. So, like, obviously what we've seen over the le- in the league over the past 10 years. If you have a superstar on your roster, the clock is ticking. That's just reality. So, it's house money, but also, like, they need to prove that yeah. they can do shit. Like, that's just... <clears throat> so, my, my concern with this team is, can Porzingis play at an all-star level... With Luca, we haven't seen yeah. it super consistently. When Luca's been hurt this year, Porzingis has looked incredible. Last night against the Magic, Porzingis was incredible. Yep. Um, so we're starting to see with Luca. With Luca, so we're starting to see more of the that pairing like working out. <clears throat> but for me, that's the concern. It's like, can they? Can we get Porzingis playing at like a true like peak number two guy? Next to Luca, uh, I'm just not sure. Uh, we haven't seen it. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting situation because it's almost like Porzingis is diminishing Luca a little bit in some respect. So, in, in other words, you look at like early LeBron teams, he had literally like dog shit rosters, and he's Shout taking. Out to Wally Serbiak. <laughs> And he's taking those teams against all odds to championship contention. Yeah. And so wins. My, my question um, with them, I have two questions. One, do we think Luka is legitimately the next LeBron, so to speak? And then also, does Porzingis cripple them for this season? Cripple them in terms of like... Are they a better team without Chris Dabbs? Okay. It's a fair question. I think the answer is no, but that's that's. I mean, that's what we're asking, right? Yeah. Like, is that true or is it not? Yeah. Um, I think the answer is no. I th- like when when Porzingis plays alongside Luca and puts up 24, 10, 5, and five. I start getting pretty fucking excited. Yeah. Um. So and we'll see. This is, so this is my note that I have here. It's like they are winning a playoff series unless they play the Clippers in the first round. That's happening. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and so just just off of how special Luka is, yeah. if Porzingis is 
playing at an all-star level the rest of the way and into the playoff, I think they're pretty fucking scary. Yeah, I think that this is a big kind of crossroads for Luka in his career in terms of who who is he? Yeah. What Like, what do we actually think Luka is going to turn into? And I think the tendency with sort of NBA analysis is, whoa, 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 don't put him in the same sentence as LeBron. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> my, the, the, the water's nice. The, my toes feel nice and, and tingly. <laughs> They've been in there for a couple years. <laughs> I watched all the highlights. We we were ready to bet our entire non-existent basketball reputations on the fact that Luca was going to be an MVP candidate. The guy is special. He's special. And so I think part of my thing with the Mavs this year is, are we sure they're not an actual contender? In my head, when I look at the landscape, and we'll get to the Lakers, but like the, the, the Lakers are the most beatable contender in my head. I'm, we'll get to that because I'm – I kind of that makes sense, and I that's how I felt coming into this conversation. I kind of feel like they're. I think it's actually the Bucks. Sure. Yeah. Um. I saw, but I have some thoughts on that. Let's not step on that just yet. But um, note, um, Mavs are first in offensive rating, historic level offensive rating. They're nineteenth in defensive rating. Ouchie. They're not a great defensive team. That's, that's one of my other. Problems with them is like, especially after the Powell injury. Yeah. Um. I. That. I. How the fuck are they going to get stops in the playoffs? Yeah. And, I don't know the answer because Luke is not going to participate at that high of a level because they're going to be asking a shit ton of him on the offensive end. Um. I think more of my point is if it's a a big balls boy contest, like the playoffs tend to be. I want that guy on my team. <laughs> how much does it cost? Whatever it costs, I'm in. So we we are both yeah. very in on the Mavs being a, a a problem for somebody. They and it should be noted they have an easy stretch of schedule right now. Luca's not playing tonight. Yeah, I hate that. Um, but they have an easy schedule stretch. We could see them theoretically sneak up to like the four feels four seed feels like realistic yeah um, so I, I feel really confident about them winning at least one playoff series yeah unless they unless they have the misfortune of playing the clippers i like it um, we, we gave them too much time but we knew that was gonna happen. yeah yeah uh all right next we've got in the six seed the oklahoma city thunder uh this is another house money team i'm excited to talk about them too kind of interesting the metrics don't Point to them overall being a great team. Uh, 14th in offensive rating, 12th in defensive <coughs> rating. The the stat differentiator for them is clutch time. Yep. Their their net rating in crunch time is plus 30, which would it sounds like they haven't played any close games just based off of that. They play a fucking ton of yeah. close games and yeah. have a they're like. Something I I think it's like twenty five and twelve or something like that in like five points or less clutch type games. It's crazy. So my biggest concern with with the Thunder is it's kind of a zag because their best lineups in and and clutch time lineups include Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, 
and Shea Gilgis Alexander. Those lineups concern me a little bit defensively in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Just like you look at what the Celtics did to them the other night, like teams with multiple big skilled wings, I think can exploit that lineup defensively, but they can exploit. Yeah, <laughs> they can absolutely. Ex- so it, it, it's hard. That's my biggest concern with them. At the end of the day, they're going to be in every single game in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they, they're, them getting the two seed is like, it's not an insane thing to think about. No. They're four games out of the two seed as we sit here right now. Yeah. And like, and they're, they're, they're playing arguably the best basketball they've played this year. They're so much fun. They kicked the Nuggets' ass in the fourth quarter last yeah. night. Like, it, it, so it, it's a, another house money situation, and like, just enjoy it. Like, yeah. they, they, they fucking rock and yeah. are a blast. So. Yeah. Um, my, my question for the Thunder, which you kind of wrote about this in your article that you wrote for the Daily Thunder, which you should check it out. Uh, is that a plug? Is that our that's first a plug? plug? The, oh, my the, God. The, the plug is in town. <laughs> is there an argument that exists that this is the best Thunder team we've ever seen? Non-KD category? Or are we going to just, just, just all in? Up. I'm not making the case. I'm just asking <laughs> I'm the question. I'm asking the question. <laughs> yeah, I think you can make the case if you – Really want to? Uh, it's probably wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, you know. I love making a, a, an <laughs> irrational wrong oh, case <laughs> more than the next guy. Probably, <laughs> I do know that the case is they had would be they are equipped to outperform expectations, and they have a very clear established hierarchy in crunch time yeah that so you look at like because the case would be the 2011 finals team yeah being the mm-hmm. so that crunch time hierarchy you've got three fucking mvps on that team and it just and and the block uh, say what you want yeah <laughs> say what you want it there was tension there if you don't yeah. think there was tension you're hell like, yeah fucking idiot um sorry to those of you who i just called a fucking idiot um <laughs> this but, but team, also but we're, also we're, we're not I'm sorry <laughs> Staying in my gut. Chris Paul is the alpha dog on yeah, this team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and unqu- like, statistically the best clutch type player in the NBA this year. And so, like, he that's the guy. So, the, I'm just enjoying the hell out of yeah. Chris Paul being... Yeah. We thought he was dead in the water, man. We thought that was one of the worst contracts. Uh, I'm taking the L on that one. I thought that was one of the worst contracts in the NBA, and I was definitely fucking wrong. Uh, Shout out to John Wall! We're, <laughs> ouch. How's the, how, how's your ass feeling in the couch, John Wall? Jesus Christ! Uh, we're taking too much time on this, but I do have another follow up question. Okay, hit me. Is Billy Donovan actually a good coach? I'm in. You're in. Because if you think about he, just how he manages that three guard look with yeah. with the three, he has timed that so impressively. Like last night. Schroeder tweaked an ankle early in that game. He felt the moment and deployed that lineup with like four minutes ago, kicked Nuggets' ass down the stretch and closed that game out. I just so uh, apologies to all Thunder fans out there, but Russ was the problem when he was in Oklahoma City. It wasn't Billy or Scott's fault. Fight me! <laughs> I don't even feel like that is up for debate to be honest if you if, if you want to argue that hit you're the, a fucking hit, hit us on twitter you're we'll a argue with you <laughs> okay next we've got speak of the devil 
the oh, Houston Rockets. I'm excited about this too. Okay, uh, ratings were uh, second in offensive rating. Makes sense since they just play math basketball. Fifteenth in defensive rating. I have a lot of concerns with this team, as I know you do. Yeah, I'm ready for your hot take theory when we get there. But yeah, uh, okay, so. I'll just list them off quickly. Harden's demeanor, he looks defeated and disengaged. There's no stats to measure that, but watch the fucking games. So that's a concern. And kind of piggybacking off of that, we're going to get, when this team hits the playoffs, if, well, I'll let you talk about that. Playoff time, we're going to get a a Russ playoff rampage. And it's not going to go good as it inevitably doesn't go good. And then, so those two, and then they just have, they don't employ a fucking center. They do not they have, have zero. They, are we counting Isaiah Hartenstein as an NBA player, or are we just going to not do that? No, okay, I'm out. Cool, I'm, I'm out. The defensive ceiling on this team doesn't even approach what they have had there the last couple of years that has gotten them to the point of flirting with the finals. And that's my... I mean, Zach Lowe has talked about it quite a bit. Like, they, they just, the, the defensive ceiling on this team is really low. Good for Russ for not shooting that many threes and just attacking the rim in open space. I'm happy for him. They're, they were 500 in January. They're not going to win in the fucking playoffs. No. It's not happening. They're, I guess their ceiling is Western Conference Finals, I guess. But also, if you look at how this roster is constructed, constructed the the clip is coming it's gonna all fall apart uh yeah in the next couple of years like yeah we're gonna see this team at the top of the lottery in the next couple of years yeah which uh is this thing <laughs> is on it? the oklahoma city thunder own most of their first round picks thank for you. the foreseeable future thank you daryl sam jesus is all the way to the bank. they got the better player in that trade jesus is there, christ is there, is there any argument what a bad trade the, 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 this team isn't better than they were last year. They're worse. They're worse. And they have had to go all in on a gimmick to maximize Russ. Yeah. Who is not their best player. Yeah. And the Thunder what, 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 are better. What, what, the, the, the situation that's happening is you have a guy in Harden who makes his teammates worse. Chris Paul. No, he averages seven or eight assists a game. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Have you ever watched or played basketball before? It's like Chris Paul last year, it 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 actually looked like it was the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Honest to God. Like it, it, there were moments where I was like All-Star Chris Paul. Should we say should, can we can we know yeah. that? <laughs> and then he goes to the Thunder this year and is incredible. He's one of the best 20 players in the league. It's not even up for conversation. Crazy. My question with the Rockets. First of all, I don't think the Rockets are going to make the playoffs. This is my favorite hot take in all of basketball world. I I know I'm wrong about that. They're going to make the fucking playoffs. They don't have a center. PJ Tucker is six foot six and playing center. People are talking like Robert Covington is a fucking top twelve guy in the league. He's not that good. He's a nice spot up shooter. God. He's not even that great of a defender anymore. He's a good team defender. Yes. Zach Lowe has talked about this as well. Ton of deflections. Great team defender. Do you want that guy on an island guarding fucking Kawhi Leonard? In, in, or how in, it's set up right now. Do you want him in in, 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 in fucking 
Jokic. End of March when they have to win three games to, 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 to guard Jokic and Bede and fucking DeAndre Ayton? I don't. No, thank you. I'm out. <laughs> he's gonna get he's gonna get his lunchables taken and dumped on. Jesus. Oh. So here's my question. Okay. There's just, there's a lot of this talk. Is such a fucking good podcast. <laughs> there's a lot of talk that with the Drummond signing in, or, or sorry, in trade in uh, Cleveland, that Tristan Thompson's going to get bought out. If this team signs Thompson in a buyout, is it, it does that make them a contender? Will it change everything about James Harden as a human being, and will it make Russ able to shoot threes? All right, next we've got <laughs> <laughs> the Utah Jazz. Sorry, let me compose myself. <laughs> Woo! Shit. The answer to that is absolutely it, not. No. We're, so we're both fully fucking out on the Rockets. Thank you. Okay, so the Jazz perenni- perennially are a team I'm not that into. Offensive rating 8th, defensive rating ninth, which historically would say they're like a semi-contender. I'm out Yeah. <laughs> on that. My concern with this team is Mike Conley looks washed as he actual looks, fuck. Yeah. Um, agreed. Shooting splits, 39 from the field. Sneakily has creeped up to 36% from three after an unbelievably bad start. Uh, he's at 78 from the free throw line, which is either a career low or very close. They're not a contender if he's washed. They're no. definitely not. Uh, they might not be anyways, but if he's washed, that's, it's just not a thing. I actually have more concerns. Gobert in the playoffs is a problem. Teams yeah. can scheme him off the floor. As good as he is in the regular season, he's a great defender, multiple defensive player of the years. He just We've seen it like you can scheme him off the floor or at least make him ineffective. Yep. And um, I just think Donovan Mitchell has a ceiling as a very good player. Same. And he, which is no disrespect, like he is a very good player. I think that's his ceiling. They are wanting to position themselves as a contender based on the Clarkson trade, like all this stuff. And they're just not, as long as that's true. And mm-hmm. so I'm, if he wants to break through that ceiling, like I'm into it, but I don't see it happening. So that's that's my jazz thoughts. Yeah. So my question slash concern with them as well is, you know, they they – in 2017 draft John or Donovan Mitchell they we talk, yeah I'm ready it's going to hurt my feelings they basically in that situation you know they lose Gordon Hayward every everybody thinks they're going to fucking suck draft Donovan Mitchell he super overperforms they win 48 games that year they're the fifth seed in the playoffs everyone gets excited everyone gets excited how is this team any different from that team? Well, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be Conley, yeah, and the Bogdanovich signing, yeah, which he's been fine, yeah, fine, nothing to he doesn't play make really, no, he he scores a semi efficient twenty ish a game and can space the floor a little yeah, bit, yeah, great, like cool, but and he's they, basically and, Joe Ingles, right? Like, yeah, and he's a better fit for this roster than Derek Favors was, very special talent, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so like they're just not a team that I that 
I believe in at a high level. They're a good team. They're a good regular season team. And the kinds of flaws that they have, they are limited to being a very good team. Yeah. And and that's all they're going to do. And I think, and this was that the, the question I had written down, which you kind of addressed, do we really think Donovan Mitchell can be one of the guys? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I don't know what it is, to be honest. Like It's just a, it's an inkling. You and, just and know, it's you a, know sometimes. It, it's like an eye test thing. I think like some red flags for me with him over the years has been he really fucking cared about the rookie of the year thing. Like he really cared. He cared, he cared a lot. And I think that that's like, uh, it's a small thing, but like, you know who doesn't fucking care about that? Luca. And guess who they're not asking any questions if he was rookie of the year? Luca. There's no question. It's just here's the thing. Yeah, it's it's nitpicking, but like well, yeah, the small things matter it, when you're talking matters. about can this guy carry us to a championship? Cuz we're not talking about can the Jazz be a good team? They're, clearly, they're or, good. Or can Donovan Mitchell be a good player? He's a good player. He's an all-star. But he doesn't want to just be a good player. Correct. And, and, and I think that that's his Achilles heel. Is he, 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 it, it just from the eye test looks like it's about him. It's not about them winning games. He needs you to think that he's special. And, and, and that team, they have one of the best coaches in the league. Underrated. Underrated coach. He does not get to, Quinn Snyder does not get enough. And I think Gobert is one of those guys that if he's on your team, you're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because night in and night out, he's going to protect. He's going to block three, two or three shots, and nobody's going to get a great look around the rim. I do not think Gobert is one of the best 10 players in the league, but he might be one of the 10 most impactful players in the regular season. There is a very Spursy feeling like. They're going to win 48 to 54 games pre this year, Spurs. Good God. Yikes. Like, they're going to yeah. win 48 to 54 games and get bounced in the first or second round of the playoffs. That's what it, this team yeah. feels like. Yeah. And it has for a long time. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. My boys. Your boys. The Clippies. Uh, this is. This could be brief unless we want to go on about how great they are, but I don't really, I don't have a real concern about this. They have Kawhi, and that is like ninety-eight percent enough for me. If I was gonna voice a concern, they have like this random disinterest thing that smells weird and is typically a hallmark of teams that have already won a title. And yeah, they have not won shit together. Yeah. Kawhi has. So it just feels kind of weird in that sense. Like we saw it today. They lost to the fucking Kings with, by the way, I just looked this up. Buddy Heald, who is probably the Kings, he's our second most talented player. He played 15 minutes today and scored seven points. <laughs> so uh, they have like, that's a random disinterest that I, it just, it doesn't feel right to me. I don't love it. Um, but they have Kawhi, and until somebody beats Kawhi in the playoffs, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt from me. Yeah, I mean, we've personally talked a little bit about, like, can Kawhi and PG mesh together? Can, can, can they be in a playoff series mm-hmm. and it look, you know, like a Steph and Clay sort of situation? Right. I think the answer is, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
Doesn't fucking matter. We don't know the answer. We, we, we don't know the answer, but... Because they've only played, like, 18 games together or something. They're so talented that... I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure if we've ever even seen a roster like this, top to bottom, where it's... You know, they can run out lineups that... There's, I mean, we talked about this. You texted me about this today. Like, their second unit is a playoff team. Yeah. When they, if they run out, if, you know, you know who the Knicks would love to have. Like everyone, everyone on their second unit. <laughs> Only the power forwards, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all, uh, all, I, I, Dolan I have to, is getting erect. Thinking about power forwards, Montrezel. <laughs> We also have to voice a concern after today of the Reggie Jackson experiment. Oh, kill is, me. Why is he starting? Why is he playing? I, I hold on. Let's look. I get the I get the Oh Pat, Pat Bev is hurt. 20, 22 minutes for Reggie Jackson today. Eight points, two rebounds, four assists. Hit three, me with that plus minus. Three three for nine shooting and, and a nice fat zero oh. plus minus. Just a, a nice neutral, like a nice glass of milk oh, uh, against against the Kings. Not really what you're looking for. So anyways, there's not a real concern to be had here as long as they have Kawhi. But if they didn't have Kawhi, there would be red flags shooting out of my body yeah. on this team. That's pretty much what it comes down to. So my, my question, and, and, and this is probably going to be a question that will warrant, you know, sort of a whole pod for, but is, so you look at Kawhi's history as a player, mm-hmm. wins a title with the Spurs with the early in his career, finals MVP. Finals MVP. Goes to another playoff series. Loses to the Heat in one of the most insane shots we've ever seen. Yeah, it, they are a shot away. If that, you know, if uh, not just a shot, but an offense, offensive rebound, and then the a top three shot in NBA history, like it, from it, winning the second title. Yeah, insane. If Ray Allen doesn't shoot two hundred threes the night before. And visualizes in his bed making that shot. (laughs) Kawhi has another champion. He has two championships. And then, you go ahead. I don't want to step on you because I know where you're going now. And and then, I mean, like, this is a bit of a stretch. I think people get too worked up about this. But, like, watching that Spurs team and the Zaza thing that happened, they were in route, man. Like They were kicking the Warriors' ass and then Zaza fucking... Fuck you, Zaza Pachuca. Yeah. I hope you're listening to this, you bitch. We know you're not listening to this, but God. Fuck you. Uh, you know, th- th- there's a chance but before he's before he even goes to the Raptors and does what he does last year, could have three titles and, and, and probably at least two finals MVPs. God. And so my question is, like, is Kawhi en route to being, like, Kind of, kind of dethroning MJ in his legacy. <laughs> if you're here for hot takes, you're you're really excited right now. We uh, like to be ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, Yikes! Dethroning is intense. Yeah, but I think like what we're seeing is we're gonna find out if he's in that tier yeah. this year. 
which is uh, a tier that only MJ and Kawhi would belong in. Like, I think LeBron would be – you would draw the line after that, and LeBron would be in the next tier down. But if he's in that tier, they're going to win the title this year. Yeah. If he's not, then they won't. Because I think, like, what what is happening in the NBA world right now is this sort of conversation that, like, maybe Giannis is in that tier or has potential to be in that tier. Obviously, he hasn't won shit at this point, but just as a guy that like, has the tangibles, like, Holy can shit. he be one of those guys? Yeah. Which, for the record, I'm fucking out on that, but... Uh, that's a, that's another mark that one down. That's another <laughs> podcast. I mean, like w- we have such short term memory. Like K- K- Kawhi was playing on one fucking leg last year, and w- 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 that was like and last the- year's playoffs was one of the most dominant stretch from a player that yes. we've ever seen. One hundred percent. It was insane, and so and he, I, he ended. One of the top three dynasties that we have seen in basketball history. Yeah. And again, that's like it's not up for debate. No. And so, you know, I I look at this Clippers team and people have their concerns about them. And it, it, it all gets subsided for me with, yeah, but they have Kawhi Leonard. He, he's – Yeah. We haven't seen a guy like him. If you don't like load management, I'm sorry. But, like, what do you – do you want him to get hurt? Like honestly, he was like hurt last year, and they won the title. Yeah, like, like is that what, like like you, you can call him a bitch or whatever, but it's like what do you, do you he, want him to? He's winning. He's winning. Yeah, it's, that's it. Until somebody beats him, we we have to go with that. That they're the favorite. Yeah, as long as whatever team he's on, because he's proven he is worthy of that. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we've got <laughs> the Denver Nugs. Oh my god, this team kind of. I like them more than the Jazz, but they're kind of jazzy in the, like, I think they have a ceiling of being very good, unless one particular thing happens, which I'll talk about. They are, my concern with this team is, what the fuck is going on with Gary Harris? I don't know. Particularly offensively, this guy signed a four-year, $82 million contract a couple years ago. That's a lot of money, even in that summer. For, for those of you guys, you know, keeping track at home, and he is sitting at forty uh, percent from the field, 29.9 percent from three. This is a two guard who's supposed to be a three point specialist. Three and D, God, uh, eighty three from the free throw line, ten point two points a game, one to one assist to turnover ratio. Like, literally identical. I think he has one more assist than turnover on the season. They, the way this team is constructed, they don't have enough offense outside of the nights where Jokic decides, I'm getting 35 um, to be a real contender. They're really fun to watch. Jokic is brilliant. They, after he gets in shape, obviously, he, <laughs> he's been incredible after the first month of the season. But this team, they they don't have enough as currently constructed to be a real contender in my mind. They're really good. Um, the flip side of that is like, can we get Michael Porter Jr. some minutes and find out what he is? Because if he's real, if he's for real, then that changes the conversation pretty significantly on this team, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
Well, we don't know because Michael won't, won't put him in the game. I think, like, my my biggest question with this team is, you know, like, I, I, I think that they made some personnel improvements from last year. You know, you've got less minutes going to Paul Millsap, which I think is, right. is good. It's probably a good look. Jeremy Grant is not the ideal stretch four that you want, but... He's sneakily shooting, like, I think it's 39.7% from three on, like, three or and a half or four attempts a game. So, like, solid. Yeah. yeah. Solid. And you, you've got Michael Porter Jr. Like, when, when he's played, he's shown some flashes of, I can get you some buckets, which is what you need in the playoffs. You need a guy coming off the bench. Size. Yeah. Who, you can just throw the ball to this guy. He can create uh, a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the 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 for this year the trade that they made with the the Wolves. I think yeah. Beasley is like good. Like I think he's yeah, really he's good. Made a pretty damn good case for that. He's just yeah. averaging like twenty two a game since the trade. So my thing with this team is there is going to be just like there was last year. There is going to be a moment in this year's playoffs where we're gonna look up and be like, oh shit. The Nuggets might make it make it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that is gonna happen. Will Jamal Murray fuck it up again? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fuck it up again. Is that, is that all? <laughs> Are we on to the next team now? Yeah. God. All right. Oh shit. So we've got. The Lakers. Lakers. They're on like a what? Like a 65 win pace? Something like that. Mid, low to mid 60s. Do we want to talk? Can I talk about what I love about this team? Yeah. Briefly. They are fun. They like each other. They're engaged. They maybe resurrected Dwight Howard's career. <laughs> uh, they're just fun. The Lakers being good is good for the league, it's good for basketball. And LeBron is fucking 35 years old and is the fucking man still. He is... He's so good. It's incredible. Oh, I think I'll just average 11 assists a game this year. Okay, cool. I'm 35. Let's just... Yeah, me too, man. Just just book that. <laughs> Jesus. So, they're great, obviously. Like, And the... Um, the metrics say that. So you mentioned this. We 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 mm-hmm. gloss over this earlier. Uh, you mentioned like they might be the most beatable contender. I can see the case for that. The metrics say that's wrong. They are a top five team in the league in offensive and defensive rating, which historically is a very very strong indicator for a real strong yeah. contender. So I'm really into that. My concern with this team is. If LeBron and or Anthony Davis are resting, they struggle to create good looks. Yeah. Um, they need another shot creator, which... I'm sorry, I don't think it's uh, Markeith Morris. Sorry, man. It's not Markeith Morris. <laughs> uh, it is fun to have the Morris twins on different LA yeah, teams. Yeah, very fun. Uh, but it's not Markeith Morris. Seems like they dodged a bullet by not winning the Reggie Jackson sweepstakes. <laughs> good God. But so, I, I, like, who's their – they need more shot creation. Who's their crunch time five? I know it's Anthony Davis and LeBron, obviously. Danny Green is in there. After that, I'm not sure. Yeah. 
is Kuzma in there? What do they do with him? He doesn't. He's a, he's the third most talented guy on their roster, and yeah. then nobody knows what to do with him or, or what to expect from him night to night. That's well, he's he's very plateaued in his career, which is ex- exactly what we talked about yeah. when everyone was really excited about him. Is he's twenty what twenty four years old? Like it's not like this is like a young superstar that has raw potential it's like he is what he is he's he's a he's a okay shooter for a four but when you're playing alongside lebron and anthony davis you that's kind of tough to play you at the four yeah so which is in a lot of ways is why i don't like the the markeith signing is like what what do they they need what they have another mouth to feed like Did James Dolan become the GM? <laughs> with all the fucking power forwards, cheesy. But overall, like, so those are the concerns. Like, at the end of the day, they have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and they're going to be a problem in the playoffs. Yeah, for anyone. Um, it's it's interesting how Anthony Davis kind of I feel like every year flies under the radar of like when you're talking about the best guys in the league. Yeah, he's one of like newsflash. Like that guy is one of the best guys in the league. Top. Three. Oh shit! I was gonna say top five. Like who's better, Giannis? Are we sure? No, we're not. Sure. Luca. Yeah, I'm ready. Give, Who, me, give me Luca and LeBron for sure. LeBron, and then and like Kawhi. and Kawhi. After that, I'm ready to hear any case. Like the guy is unbelievable, and what he does to a team defensively is yeah insane yeah like he's gonna be a top five mvp candidate he's gonna finish in the top five like it's become a lot about lebron and but yeah like anthony davis is special enjoy it this team is a lot of fun the, the thing that's we know what's gonna happen in the playoffs we've seen it for 16 years lebron's gonna play like 40 minutes and they're and and there's going to be like five moments in every single playoff game where it's like, oh my god. My question is, I have two questions. Okay. So we we look at their kind of the lineups they're running out. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of options. Correct. So in the playoffs, they're going to have to run Anthony Davis and LeBron a lot. Correct. Anthony Davis is not. He's injury prone. Yeah. And so, you know, you make a run in the playoffs. If you don't take care of business, that's 30 games. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It, 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 like, we talked about the Grizzlies being a little frisky. Like, yeah. That that gets stretched out. Or, like, if the Pelicans sneak into the playoffs and they have to see Zion in the first round, like. They do not want that to happen. No, they, they, do. they don't want you know who, a revenge game series with Brandon Ingram, Lonzo. And Zion Williamson running into Anthony Davis 12 times They don't night. want that to happen. Speaking of being injury prone, you know what hurts? Running into fucking Zion. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> That's the thing I don't want to happen to me. So my question is, you know, Anthony Davis gets injured for, even if it's five days, is that enough in any series as we see, like, l- let's say, like, game 80, 
he tweaks his ankle and yeah. is out for four games. Or even if he drops 20%, if he's 80% healthy going into the playoffs, like, what does that do for them? Because, like, you look at, I think people like to say right now that, like, oh, maybe the East is better than the West. It's it's fucking not. Like, the Grizzlies are serious, actually. Like, the Grizzlies, how badly would the Grizzlies beat the Nets and the Magic in a playoff series? It wouldn't, it wouldn't a, be close. Give me a break. Or even, Sorry, like, like, let's say the Pelicans, like, like reach the eighth seed. Like, what are they in the East? Are they better than the Pacers? Maybe. It's a conversation. Like, Brandon Ingram is serious. Yeah. That guy's averaging 25 points a game. Yes. And and, and it passes the eye test, too. And I I mean, like, another guy that flies under the radar, Drew Holiday is, what, the fourth best point guard in the league? Best healthy? Yeah. Like, they're good. They're good. Like, the, the Lakers do not want that to happen. I'm really glad we're getting some Pelicans time in because... <laughs> I had to, I had to throw had, it in. We yeah. had to do it. <laughs> the Pelicans have the easiest strength of schedule for the remaining part of the season. They're four are, games back. Are we on the record as the Pelicans are going to sneak They're going to make the fucking playoffs. Oh, my God. I love this so much. They're four games back. <laughs> so, I mean, like, do we... Like, if there are injuries... Mm-hmm. This team isn't gonna. It's not an injury to LeBron or Anthony Davis is catastrophic it, for this team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then my, my my next question. This isn't necessarily related to that, but like, is actually like the Kobe tribute sort of mindset, like with with what concerns we have with this team. And for the record, like I don't think this team is going to make the finals. You're. You're you're in on the Kawhi Clippers theory. Yeah, we've talked about that a bunch. But let's say that's how it fleshes out. These teams, like like the the Clippers, make it up to the two seed, and this is the Western Conference Finals. Cl- yeah. Clippers Lakers. Yeah. Like, is that enough with the deficit? Because like the 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 Clippers are a better team. They have a better roster. They don't have a better one-two punch. Like... They just don't. They don't. Nobody does. But I think, like, if you're just looking at it systematically, the Clippers are going to win that series. Just as a, like, cut and dry... Like, on paper. You look on at paper. The you're like, Kawhi, Paul George, right. they can go 8-9 deep of, like, real NBA badasses. Yeah, on paper. Is the Kobe thing real? Like, can, can can that sort of like push them over the edge, give them the motivation they need to make an actual? I mean, run? LeBron said the words "God gave me broad shoulders for a reason," and it's look out chills down my spine. I am out on betting against LeBron. I've done it before. I hate myself every time I've ever done it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think so. Or is that even a? It's a oh, it's a thing. Yeah, like like I I think LeBron. I mean, just look at how LeBron has conducted himself throughout his entire life in the public eye. Like the guy takes his responsibility as a leader real fucking seriously. I just I, I think he is prepared to to drag this team to wherever he wants to drag them to. Yeah, but then also. What we said about Kawhi is also true. So, 
I would love to see that Western Conference <laughs> Finals. I Me will, too. I'm, I'm all in on watching every second. So if you're making a prediction, who's in the finals? Who out of I the West. Out of the West. Yeah. Uh, if I pick you with my heart, I pick the Mavs. <laughs> I love you, Luca. <laughs> I hope you hear this. But Luca's got a cute dog, by the way. Two of them. Real little, cute. Yeah, little fluffies. I'd snuggle those dogs. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't get past the bad smell. I watched the, I watched Kings Clippers today. I don't like the random nights of disinterest that are happening with the Clippers. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, if I'm making a prediction, I'm. I'm betting LeBron until yeah. he proves me wrong. Your point with like the uh the the Clippers mindset right now, I think is really interesting. Like they they're almost mailing it in like the like the twenty eighteen Warriors where it's like we've won a couple championships, yeah. we can rest, we don't have to go balls to the wall. All, but then also they have those same kind of moments as that team where it's like, holy shit, like they're, their best is... And, 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 and to be honest, like I don't think we've seen... I think the best the Clippers have looked this whole entire year was the first two games. Remember that? <laughs> the first two games were like, is it? are they going to lose a game, actually? Who the fuck is going to beat this team? Yeah. yeah. And we haven't seen like we they haven't like, seen a like, night. Oh, okay, we got that. Cool. Yeah. Let's just stick that in the back pocket. We haven't seen a night really with with Paul George and Kawhi playing together where it's been like, oh my god. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Definitely not for longer than like a quarter or a stretch. We haven't seen it because you 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 see like trades and acquisitions like that where you're like you know it happens in the off season and you spend four months visualizing like oh this is what that's gonna look like and we haven't we haven't seen it yet yeah we I, haven't really seen paul george play basketball for like almost so a year. i wrote that down in the clipper section as a concern what is going on with his health man he's no got, idea the shoulders are weird now he's got the hamstring thing that's worth monitoring i mean like it could be as simple as they just don't want to play him they, they don't want people to see them play together yeah. I don't think that's right. Or we can't be sure. No would you be shocked if Kawhi behind the scenes is going, Yeah, we're not gonna play games together so nobody has tape because this is the same guy who nobody saw him going to the Clippers and getting Paul George coming. Like he operated in the dead of night all summer. Like would you be shocked if that's no, what's happening? Because you look at this is like, a good theory. You, you you look at a team like the Jazz we know exactly what the fuck the Jazz are going to exactly. do in the playoffs. I have no idea what the Clippers are going to look like. It cuts both ways of like, I have no idea, so like, how can I count on them? But then also, I have no idea they might be unbeatable. Like, they have they have so many options that they can yeah. run out. It's it's just really interesting. Yeah, the Lakers don't have that, but but they have LeBron. They have LeBron and Anthony Davis. <laughs> it, it it really is like this is the most interesting the each conference has been in years 